This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. This is Double Tap Canada from AMI-audio, the place where blind people talk tech. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Double Tap Canada. It is I, Stephen Scott, back with you once again for another week of technology news, talk, discussion, reviews, exciting. Oh, who are we kidding? It's just an absolute pile of nonsense with three guys who think they know what they're talking about. Uh, Sean Priest is with me, one of those guys. Hi, Sean. Hello, Stephen. How dare you? I know what I'm talking about sometimes. Yeah, well, we'll we'll put that to the test later with one of our app reviews we've got coming up. Uh, Jay Taylor's back with us this week. Jay Taylor's here, Sean. Oh, thank you, thank you, uh, Sean. I did not hear a round of applause. That oh, time. sorry, I wasn't I... loud enough. There you go, Jay. Oh, thank there you. We Welcome go. to the show. God, you're so needy. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. <laughs> I, I I feel so much better now. We've missed you. Well, some of the shows are using fake audiences now. You notice this? Like Bill Maher does it on his uh, show Real Time, and he uses a fake audience. I tried it, but even they wouldn't laugh. <laughs> They booed us. <laughs> Couldn't even get the fake guys to laugh. <laughs> Couldn't even get it done. <laughs> uh, right, look, we've got lots to talk about this week. Uh, very exciting show because we're going to be hearing about uh, one of your purchases, or is it a purchase, of the eSight 4, Jay? It is uh, a potential purchase. Uh, eSight is actually offering a um, a trial period that uh, folks can uh, can give it a go and uh, and see how it works for them. And, uh, you know, I've had uh, some very interesting results this week, so I'm... Uh, Looking forward to having a, a chat about it, uh, because as a user of the uh, eSight 3, uh, my vision has uh, substantially deteriorated over the uh, past number of years. So uh, it was very interesting to, uh, to try the new device and also uh, see some of the improvements. And it's going to be very exciting to talk about a little later on. So. Yeah, I am intrigued by this because you did say that the Site 3, when you were on with us a, a month or so ago, maybe a bit more than that, you were talking about how the, the challenges you were having. So I'll be really intrigued to hear how that works for you. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming when you say you'll send it back after this trial period, it'll be one of those <laughs> lost in the post jobs, will it? Um, one of those. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll talk on the next show. <laughs> From prison. Right, also coming up, we're going to talk uh, about Google. Uh, I've got to say, this show is a bit weird this week. Um, Not not for the first time. Yeah, this week, I know. That's different how, you know, just (laughs) throwing it out there. Well, look, the reason it's different this week is because I want to talk about Android in a positive light. Oh, that is new. Yeah, okay. Have we entered the Twilight Zone? Yeah. Picture, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying I'm going back down the Android route, okay? I'm not going to lie to people. It's not going to happen. But two apps I've been playing with this week on the Google Android phone, Pixel 4. Was it Pixel 4 or 3A? I can't remember which one I've got, to be honest. They're all the same. Uh, But Pixel something. Um, Pixel last year, that's what we'll call it. The 3A, I think you're using. Is it? To our listeners, that is called research before the show. Uh, just want to, you know, it's called yeah, prep. That's, that is exactly the level of research. Just wanted to let into, you know yeah. that that's what that's supposed to be. But anyway. I don't do homework, Jay. Are you kidding? <laughs> Please, okay. sir. Please go on with go time. On. Go on with your preamble here. We're, uh, we're, we'll just patiently wait and stand by. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you'll be here a while. But so settle in. Um, so, yeah, I, I got these two apps downloaded. One because I uh, heard about it and I thought I must try. It's called Google Lookout. And it has just come to uh, the UK and indeed other territories as well. It was only available up until what, last week, Sean, into yeah. the US. You can only get it. Uh, and only if you had a Pixel phone, only if it was Tuesday, and only if you wore a pointy hat uh, and stared at the moon whilst using it. 
Uh, apparently that was the only combination you could get to make this app work. Uh, but they have taken off some of those restrictions. Thank goodness. Especially the pointy hat one. You love your pointy hat. Um, pointy hats were fun. I mean, come on. <laughs> I know, I know. But they just are not the same anymore. You can't wear headphones over them. So, you know, Stop not a good it. look. We've been looking forward to this uh, this app for a long time because this is very much something along the same lines as uh, Envision or yeah. seeing AI on iOS. So, yeah, this is a but cool But does it stack app. up next to Microsoft mm, seeing AI? That's the question. We'll find out. So we're going to talk about that today. Um, we're also going to get some of your emails and uh, voicemails in. I know we keep saying this. It's Sean, honestly, it's nothing to do with me. Um, I, you know, I don't... What? I, I don't edit the programme. He does. Uh, and he cuts all the bits out with, with your emails in it. I, I don't know. I, I, I try to get them into the show every week. But Sean Fake just news. takes, takes That is unbelievable. <laughs> There's never enough time after you told us what you've eaten and what you've bought this week. That's the problem. I haven't bought anything. Oh, do you know what I did buy this week? Oh, oh it's really this. Oh, I bought a projector. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, now, I have no idea why. I have no yeah, idea You know why. something? Neither do we. But anyway, that's besides the point. Yeah. Was it cheap? It was cheap. Uh, I saw it in a review. and all oh, there's the, a reason. All yep. the Amazon reviews said it was brilliant. I now know why. Because they're all fake. Um, <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. I'll talk about it next week. I'm not going to get into this week. But, you know, if you are low vision and you want a projector... Don't bother. Eh. Yeah, don't bother with this one. Um, or any projector. Because, listen, I, Jay, don't don't laugh at me. Laugh at Sean. He bought one before I did. Sorry, under the bus, Sean, but there you go. Yeah, but in my defence, it, it, it was like £20, and I thought I'd give it a go, and it is absolutely awful. Hang on so, a second. Yes. I'm just going to do some calculations here. So £20 in mm. Canadian money, so you double it and you add 40 that's 140 Canadian dollars that cost you. That's crazy. <laughs> okay, I don't think we're actually that bad over here, but anyway. Just You're not far side. off. I told you I don't do homework. Especially math, but that's okay. <laughs> well, I definitely don't it's do okay. math. No. That's okay. We do maths over here. See, we, we do it more than once. Yeah. Uh, anyway, moving on. Um, <sighs> so this guy in Alberta, in Canada, has uh, been legally blind his entire life, uh, but has just been able to pass his driving test, and get a license to drive a car. That's pretty cool. Okay. Well, it is pretty cool, actually. Um, I want to explain this story because uh, I'm very jealous. This is this is a personal story. This is a, this is a sad moment oh. for me, Jay. All right, I'm, everybody, get oh, the tissues. Get the oh, tissues ready. They're yeah. coming. They're coming. Well, 44-year-old, and I'm not, I apologize to this guy because he's a lovely guy. I believe he's a lovely guy, but I cannot say your name. Um, and I'm not even going to try and say your name, so I'm going to call you uh, Schnauzer Nicky, Mike Schnauzer Nicky. Uh, that's the name I'm giving it because I can't say your name. So a uh, 44-year-old Mike Schnauzer Nicky uh, was born with nystagmus. This is a condition that creates vol involuntary, no, I wish it was voluntary, rapid eye movement of the eyes, which makes everything go blurry. That's what I've got, right? Uh, Me the too. brain, yeah, uh, the brain cannot interpret what the eyes see in much the same way a picture comes out of blurry if we move our phone or camera. Who wrote that? That's terrible. Anyway, the point is, you can't see because it's all bloody, right? That's too, Whoever wrote this should be shot. But the thing is that, uh, that Mike Schnauzernicki, in uh, October 2018, not his real name. I'm sure that's a character out of the movie Grease. I'm protecting Let's call him. him Mike. Let's just call him Mike. I'm pro okay, just... but I'm protecting him from you know the, the invasion okay. of press Sorry, who will be wanting yeah. to talk to him following this. Exactly. Okay. That, I'm helping him here. Okay. So okay. Uh, Mike Schnauzernicki signed up for an experimental trial 
of uh, this treatment at the Gavin Herbert Eye Institute in Irvine, California. I think they say Irvine, but I'm from Scotland and we call it Irvine. So it's California. And the surgery was performed by a guy called Dr. Robert Lingua. I've probably got that wrong as well. (laughs) Are you making all these names up? Pretty much. Uh, Who identified a way, wait till you hear this, to remove the offending eye muscles to quiet the movement without adversely affecting daily vision, effectively tricking or circumventing the brain to avoid it, uh, it producing the effects of nystagmus. Is that not amazing? That okay, that's pretty cool. That is that I can uh, I can get on board with this that. This procedure is called myectomy without reattachment. It was successful in essentially as they call it quieting uh, Mike's eye muscles, allowing him to see and opening the doors to a whole new life for him and his family. Amazing. That's beautiful, but I'm not so keen on the term quietening. Quiet qu- I would have said quiet quietening. Quieting. Quiet quietening. But yeah, but however you, the English, so you in simpler see. terms, let's just say we 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 you know you settle down yes. the nerves basically yes. you know just kind of calm everything down. So a is that bit. the same of it totally goes away or well it's heavily this is reduced. what he was saying. He says you know he was able to get a driver's license as a result. It's something he would not have been able to do before the surgery. Um, no. He practiced on his learner's permit with his wife's GMC Yukon. Is that a, is that a car, Jay? Do you know this thing? That's uh, that's a fairly big vehicle. Is it? Like, right. That's okay. that's not small. It's uh, probably a seven passenger kind of like big big SUV type thing. Well, like, you know the thing is, it's, it's like a big bumper car, then, isn't it? You just bump off the side of the road, and you know t- until you figure out how to drive it. Perfect. Well, it can swallow yeah. normal SUVs for breakfast. Let's no just... harm, no foul. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, he was in this this gigantic car uh, back in 2019, learning to drive, and then Mike decided. And do you know what? He did exactly what I would do exactly what I would do if I got this treatment and it was successful. He bought himself a yellow C7 Chevy Corvette with outfitted with Lambo, Lamborghini doors. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. wouldn't you just, though? Wouldn't yes, you just? Yes, every bit of it. Oh, that's so cool. Mike Trezorschnicki, you will not be caring that I've got your name wrong <laughs> because you are having the time of your life at the moment. We salute you, sir. Do you know what? I think it's great. I, I love that story. I love it for so many reasons. I love it because that means they're, they're doing treatments for nystagmus, which, to be honest, I thought no one was ever bothering with. Um, and I did read a bit into this study. Uh, Ten people apparently took this um, treatment back in 2018. Uh, they signed up for the trial at the Gavin Herbert Institute in uh, California. So, you know, actually, it's thanks to people like Mike, who, you know, have obviously got success, had success out of this, but actually it's because of people like him that there's hope for us, right? I mean, it's, it's exactly. the bottom line, you know, if yeah. people don't try these things. Uh, so just, you know what, in a, in a world, he was, and this is a bit that made me laugh because he was saying, you know, everyone's saying that 2020 has been terrible. <laughs> he says, mine's just been brilliant. <laughs> I've had a great time. But he, he picked up on something and I thought, you know, only blind people who don't drive or guys with, like us, low vision guys who, who can't see to drive would get this. He said, it's not so much the getting the car that matters to him. He said, it's just going for an ice cream with his daughter or it's, you know, going to the store or it's deciding to go with his partner to a restaurant. It's all those things. That's the stuff that makes the difference. It's just that independence. Yeah, yeah. Oh, come on. And that's why he got a a yellow Corvette or whatever he got instead of a little runner. Are you kidding? Oh, come on. Are you kidding? Wouldn't you be out? I would be, I'd have a gigantic pink uh, GMC Yukon, whatever it is. <laughs> Yukon. I'd have a Yukon. That's what I'd have. 
and I would be driving down oh, the street blaring its horn. Admit it. You'd be buying a DeLorean, nothing else. That's so. very true, actually. I'd love a DeLorean. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but listen, uh, Mike, uh, in Alberta, Canada, we salute you and best of luck with your new vision. Absolutely. And you need to come on and tell us how good that car is because it sounds amazing. <laughs> give us a lift. Anyway, back to real life. Um, so <laughs> back to our own shaky world. Okay. But actually, okay. So, all right. I know that we might be a shaky world. Um, here's the thing. You, you, Jay, have got yourself one of these uh, Eastside fours, and we talked about you with the Eastside three. Uh-huh. And you told us very honestly, and I was really, and I said to you after the show, I was really really glad you you opened up as much as you did or as much as you felt you wanted to about your your vision and where it is now but you you got this eSight 4 and I'm kind of wondering based on what you said about the eSight 3 which was that your vision had gotten to the point where you didn't see the benefit of it why did you decide to go for the eSight 4 well I'm a believer in new technology and you know giving when something new comes to giving it a try to see if it would do you know, any better for me. And uh, the eSight device itself was dramatically changed. One of the biggest things with it, it is now wireless. So that was one of the biggest ah. things that we had with the original eSight 3 was you were always attached to the remote. It had to be on your belt or in a pocket or something like that, but there was always this cord hanging from you. But the new eSight 4 is entirely wireless. It has a whole new headband system. So I, I kind of compare the, uh, the sizing of it because that was an issue that was there before. It, you know, it didn't fit properly on a lot of folks, and myself included. It was kind of tight along the, uh, along the temples because of the, the way the frames worked. But uh, this new system actually, uh, it's called, they call it the Halo. And it actually goes uh, kind of on top of your head. So if you know you're going to put your sunglasses up on your up on your head, if you take them off, kind of thing, or that kind of it kind of rests up up there, or kind of where our headphones are resting right now, kind of deal. You know that kind of thing. And then it extends down around to the base of the neck, and that's where the weight is actually absorbed is in the base of the neck rather than on the front of the unit, which uh, for comfort wise it, it's dramatically dramatically improved. And the big thing with the the base being on the back that's where your batteries are now located so you can actually you know you know have a battery pop it into the back thing there and that's what counterbalances the e-site and it is extraordinarily much more comfortable than uh, than the e-site 3 the uh, adjustments that you're able to make to the device as well from uh, they no longer have a predetermined pupillary distance so you can actually take this each screen on the inside move it from side to side at your wherever works best for you rather than it being fixed like it was on the previous model which is a big improvement and you can even you know bring your e-site screen closer or farther away depending on your comfort level which also gives you the ability to wear prescription glasses on the inside because it's not impeding anywhere where your glasses would go or even sunglasses and that kind of a thing to help with uh, outside light and glare and different things like that. So a very tremendous, tremendous difference in uh, regards to its design. It has uh, some functionality built right onto the eSight headset itself. So there's no need for a remote. You can actually zoom in, zoom out, all with a, a touchpad on the side and two very small buttons. Uh, one is for power and the other one is what they call the context button which gives you a few little options. And if you press and hold and different things like that. So your training sessions would actually uh, help you out with that. But you no longer have to take anything else besides your eSight. And you, you don't feel attached 
so to speak. It does come with a little remote. It's a little Bluetooth remote that works off a couple of AA or AAA batteries. So that's uh, there and it expands functionality. So you can get kind of a little bit more customization to it at the time. And then it also connects to your phone, whether it's iOS or Android, you can download their eSight app and you get even more control again. So you can actually look at your photo library on your phone directly inside your glasses. You can use a, a virtual remote on the screen of your phone if you wanted to, or even share your view with another person so they can see exactly what you're seeing and it helps for support wise and things like that. So that's all available right out of the box on version 1.0, which is a tremendous amount of stuff. Biggest uh, advantage as well is that the batteries, it ships with two, Normally, the original eSight would come with an external battery pack, which, again, just increased the amount of bulk you had to carry with you. But uh, the eSight uh, 4 now comes with two batteries, and they're interchangeable. And each one lasts for approximately three hours. So depending, of course, how you're using it and how bright your screens and things are. But uh, the coolest part about it is that I'll classify it as, uh, I guess, hot swappable. So if you're using your glasses and you get the low battery warning, well, you can pop a battery off, pop another one on, and you don't lose the glasses. There's a small internal battery, which will power it for about 15 to 20 minutes. But it'll give you a warning saying there's no battery attached. That's but, cool. uh, so, you know, yeah, that was one of my things. I was like, well, okay, well, great. The battery dies and I've just got to flop the thing over and it's going to take another you know, 30 seconds or so for it to boot back up. But no, they, they thought of that and it's actually, uh, it's seamless and you can charge the device while there's a battery in and uh, you can, so if you're sitting there watching television, you know, you can have your batteries charged and, uh, and things like that all while using the device. Uh, same as the one previous, it has HDMI hookup. So you can have a source directly streamed into the glasses directly, which is really cool. And um, the, uh, there was another, uh, element there of course well obviously the bioptic tilt is a patented uh, thing that they have going where you can actually still have your headset on but completely tilted up out of the way so that it uh, it no longer uh, you know you can kind of wear it and not have it in use but then pull it down when you need it which is a big thing for uh, for all of us because the last thing we need is to have you know those of us who do have some functional vision to have it completely blocked all the time so uh, yeah, it's a yeah. uh, it's I must like their designs and the improvements that they've made, you know, have made a fantastic device. The narrator voice has been changed. It sounds more real. <laughs> it's always <laughs> if, a bonus. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and uh, the user interface has been, uh, you know, it's been extremely well done. And uh, for anybody coming from the eSight 3, I'm not going to get into figures or anything like that, but there is a, uh, a, a very steep discount for uh, anybody coming from an eSight 3 as a, as a previous owner, and uh, the trial period is there for you to give it a try. Uh, if you're a previous user, it is 14 days, which is incredible. Uh, anybody new out of the gate, I do believe it is only seven days. I don't know. I can't verify that for sure, but, uh, you know, I've had uh, the last week and a half right now with it, and, uh, you know, I've had some great success with it, but it does come down to my eyes. So that's the ultimate question yeah so you you put the eSight 4 on you switch on i, I guess someone does someone help you get it set up or absolutely it... yes uh, actually a very good friend of mine and uh it's it's kind of funny how this actually went because i'm going to be sending her the link for this show uh her name was rosa henderson and she's located down in las vegas do you not like rosa 
I actually was Rosa's coach when she got her eSight. No, I just wonder because you're sending her a link to this program. I thought. Well, you, you know, I just friend, but intending to be friends with. Well, her. At least he got her name right. I'm assuming. I did. Steven. I, I, I did jealous. actually get her name right. There might be someone but, called uh, Trouser, Trouser Schneichel somewhere. I don't know. Stop saying you trouser. can't say that. <laughs> please stop saying trouser. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> you started with Schnauzer, then it went to trouser. Anyway. Sorry, anyway. Well, I, think, I, I think I've met, or at least I've spoken to Rosa at some point. And it's quite possible, but uh, it's kind of funny. I said that, uh, you know, here we are just a few years later, and like I was her coach when she received her eSight, and now she was mine. So it was, uh, it, it was pretty cool. And The uh, student you know, becomes the master. Uh, right. So I believe I said something oh, along those lines, you know. <laughs> so, right, okay, but here's the key thing. Yes. How, do you, how are you getting on with it? Is it helping you? Has it made any difference at all? I mean, all these wonderful features are great if they, they are. are useful. And the thing okay. is, yes, they are fantastic. The, the, the downside for me is that it is visually for me right now is same as eSight 3. So my eyesight has mm. deteriorated to a point that I don't get the full benefit from it. And uh, I was very thankful to be able to give it a try and things like that. And I think that, you know, it's a wonderful, wonderful product. And anybody who's even, you know, contemplating it, thinking about it, want to give it a try. It's this is your time to do it because this device is freaking. And I, that's one of the things I loved about it. And it breaks my heart that it, you know, it, it's not quite there for me. You know, but because of the, the, you know, the freedom that I felt with it, just being able to go and, and not have this, this cord constantly attached to me and all this kind of stuff like that in and of itself just makes the device a thousand times better than what was there before. And they've all, they have improved the cameras. They've improved everything. It's just a matter of from myself, it's just not quite right for me. But uh, like I said, it's it's great. Oh, and the other point I actually meant to mention a little earlier about batteries, you know, how we try and figure out if they're, you know, how much power is left in your battery. They've actually developed their own proprietary batteries for this thing. So there's no wrong way to put the battery in, but, you know, it's only one way, turn it around, it'll still snap in. No wrong way. So it's completely error proof. But if you're wondering about your battery power, give the battery a shake, and there are four extraordinarily bright LED lights that actually show up on the battery. No buttons to press. Just give the battery a little shake, and it'll tell you how much battery is left. So it's a brilliant little design and a brilliant little attention to detail that they've put in there. So I've got to say, it does seem like they've really gone to town this time on the uh, on the design aspect. The, the Halo system seems amazing the way they've got that balance of the headset at the front yep. and the battery pack at the back of your head yep. to make it nicer and more comfortable to wear the three control systems i mean as you said the control system on the headset itself the remote control or the smartphone app yeah they've really they've really they've, gone to they've, time they've on it. doubled down like they really went all in on this one and i think they have an extraordinarily winning product and it's it's extraordinarily exciting to see how things are going but, uh, you know, like I said, it's, it's just, it really breaks my heart. Like it's actually sitting here in, in the case, they were, uh, you know, a, a beautiful travel case actually designed for it that does everything perfectly. And like, there's no errors in it at all. I mean, that halo system, it's uh, just like a dial, you know, like when you get the, like, you know, like a, a hard hat helmet or type of thing, when you just got to dial it in to get the correct fit or dial it out to make the correct, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how it's done. Just one dial on the front and that's it. And then the e-site unit has two little dials so you can bring it closer and in and out kind of thing. So extremely customizable. I mean, even the headbands are Velcro attached so you can take them off and wash them. 
you know, because they have the soft padding. So uh, it was yeah. just every little thing that I can think of that was, that I thought would be an improvement to eSight has been done. Like they've done a remarkable job. So what about feature side, Jay? What about, are there any new features on here or are we still talking basically? Well, are you listening? <laughs> No, no, but look, you've got magnification uh, and you've got colour filters, haven't you? That's always been the the mainstay, but is there anything new? That's the big thing. Uh, They have an e-reader as well, so, uh, you know, you can actually put documents over into it. The biggest thing that they've done right now is the ability to uh, to have their app. Like, the mobile app is probably one of the biggest developments because you can actually cast the screen of your phone or device directly into the glasses, which is, is actually really cool. That's done by and, and actually, so I was just reading on the website uh, before we came on. I did a little bit of homework, just a little, a little bit, bit of Okay. But I was reading that you can also cast the other way as well. Yes. So they can see what you see. That's right. You can also share to another family member. So another family member can download the app and you can actually grant someone access who's not even right next to you to see what you're seeing and different things like that. The e-site also Oof. records video. It never did that before. I don't like that. It's very black mirror. Well, yeah, as long as they can't drop in, it's fine. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, well, that, like I said, that one, though, here's the, here's the kicker with that, because I tried to do this, and, and how this works is as soon as the other person tries to connect to the glasses, on the glasses, you have to allow it. Yeah, that's good. That is very You have good. to allow it each time, so you therefore you but, know but when even someone being is... Able to, even being able to stream a movie directly to i mean this is the other thing sean i was thinking about this for for you and i we've talked about this with virtual reality mm-hmm. you know having you know netflix in front of you at you know 200 inch screen not on a terrible project that you buy from the uh, yes. from the amazon store uh but actually in your glasses i mean it, it's amazing i i, I don't know with I, have you looked into this sean with your eye condition would this work with you do you know i don't know i've always kind of assumed that it wouldn't with the level of vision that i've got and um I'm always slightly wary with any of these products, you know, because people get very excited, don't they, if there's a chance to regain some vision. And, um, oh, guilty of these... charge, man. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. And, it, you know, it's totally understandable. And I, I am slightly wary of those things. Maybe I'm a little bit frightened to even try them. Um, well, you're, well I, I get it. And I think that it's, it's testament to the, the, how good the machine is and how good the device is that Jay can't use it, but you're still big it up you know you're still seeing this is great you know I potential love it. You know, is it's, great i'm totally yeah. enamored with it like i it breaks my heart to send it back but yeah, it's just yeah. one of those things that you know and it has nothing to do with the finances it has not they i mean they have even they even have financing options sure. available for people now no they have like oh trust me i couldn't do it all at once <laughs> trust <laughs> me on that one but like they have financing options that were never there before and all kinds of different ways for people to get it plus the trial option that's something that's become very big for them over the last little while. And the trial option is there. So you can try it. It's minimal cost. You need to at that price, don't to, you? Uh, I mean, surely that should have been there all the time, though. And it started well, to well, it started It depends to where in, you are. Right? It started yeah, to It does in. depend where you are. In the UK, they do, they do a trial basis where you can – well, it's not so much a trial. Someone comes to you and you test it with them. Right. And then, you know, that person will say, right, is it for you or not? And, and if it's not, then that's fine. Um, well, look, just a point on the, on the eye condition yo. side um, – so macular de- degeneration again it all this is all dependent on your own version of the eye condition Correct. and where you are uh, but it does name macular degeneration diabetic retinopathy cataracts cone rod dystrophy glaucoma optic knife hyperplasia that's me uh, ocular albinism optic atrophy retinitis pigmentosa that's me sure. bingo 
uh, retinopathy of prematurity, that's not easy to say, and Stargardt's disease. So all those conditions uh, are apparently covered by this. But again, it does depend on your vision. What's your condition, Jay? I have a condition called Peter's anomaly. That's not listed here. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> but it's actually a, a combination of uh, several uh, combined into one. It's the best way I can right, say it. Right. Okay. But uh, for me, most most of the thing, uh, the problem is underdeveloped corneas. So right, the okay. my eye essentially uh, in development before I was born, uh, the white of the eye didn't separate properly. It's the only way I can say it because it's almost like the, it still joined in between my iris and the and the cornea. So I'm no, I'm no medical expert, but can't someone get in there with a knife? Yeah, poke a hole. That's actually what they tried to do on my left eye. And oh, how'd that go? It didn't work. Right. Uh, oh, well. Forget that. <laughs> but uh, and they say the chances of rejection when one eye, because they did one first to see if it would do it, and that one was the far worse of the two, and okay. it didn't work. So therefore, they decided to leave the other eye alone and maintain whatever functional vision I could possibly get through that. The problem that I'm actually encountering over this past few years is that I am having a cataract buildup in there as well. Mm, right, okay. And because of the nature of the condition that I have, everything inside my eye is oddly shaped. So the lens is not a standard size or what have you. It's got a very odd shape to it. So therefore, the, the traditional cataract operation of the implant lens and taking the cataract out would not benefit me because there's nothing they can put in there that would fit. Jeez. So it's been compounded. Like I said, what I already had has been compounded now with the cataract. And that's why three years ago, eSight was the best thing I'd ever experienced. Yeah. But as my vision started to decline, I started to notice that I was straining a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. Listen, we'll get you sorted on voiceover and JAWS. Don't you worry. We'll, we'll, we've got your back. <laughs> You'll be fine. We'll, we'll be fine. We'll get us sorted. Uh, listen, when I have you guys around, I have no doubt. Actually, well, listen, I, I probably have a lot of doubts, but that's besides the point. <laughs> Uh, eSightWear.com is where you'll get more information on it. Do check it out, as Jay says. Find out uh, from your local uh, dealer uh, where you can uh, find out information about this, uh, possibly a local society or a local charity might be able to help with it. Absolutely. This. And the trial, if someone wanted to do it, it's uh, you know it comes at a cost of 150 bucks. Okay. Because that'll cover your shippings and any parts that they have to replace for hygiene purposes, like the pads and different things like mm. that, and the return shipping as well. Uh, I mean, it is worth it to give it a try because you know something that $150 could be, you know, money well spent for someone who says, well, you know, this is, this, this did it for me, you know, and it's just, that's a starting point. So, and if, you know, and as they told me, you know, the 150 does come off the base price. So, you know, you're not going to be, you know, jacked another 150 bucks. It's uh, it'll be all worked into it, but it is there to try. So the trials are there. The training is there to go along with it as part of it. So all I can say is give it a shot. Yeah. Well, exactly. What have you got to lose other than $150, I guess. Um, yeah. Right. Or the, Stick or, the rest, or the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's right. That's just, that's so deep this week, Jay. Wow. Ooh, that's a good dark well, turn. That's okay. I'll turn the switch off during the break. Don't worry. Oh, excellent. Good, man. <laughs> right. Stick around. We're going to be talking about Google Lookout and why I'm liking Androids. And now we're back with the Double Tap Canada team for more news on the latest tech from an accessibility point of view. Join in the fun with Double Tap by emailing your comments to feedback at ami.ca or on Twitter at Double Tap Canada. 
Hey, Double Tappers, Stephen here with Jay and Sean. Good to have your company. Uh, do you know what, Trump, I was criticising Trump the other week, uh, but not, not for the first time, but certainly one of the first times on this programme. <laughs> and, and not for the last time. And not for the last time, for sure. But, but do you know what? This week, he made sense. Uh-oh. He did. Okay. I think I'm coming round. Go on, then. He said, shower heads are garbage. They're, they don't have enough pressure through them. They don't, they, don't, they don't help him with his hair. And I was like, do you know what? I've been saying this for years. Shower heads are terrible. Yeah, I'm sure it's absolutely <sighs> horrific. But, you know, bear in mind the situation we're currently in, hardly top priority. Utter madness. Global pandemic. And he's talking about shower heads. How can you wash the coronavirus out of your hair with a terrible <laughs> shower head? Maybe that's but- the problem. He's onto something. But see, the thing is, he washes his hair in a Whirlpool washing machine. So, you know. Fake news. <laughs> I'm probably going to get in trouble. Oh, this that. guy, honestly. That's okay. Oh, listen, don't worry. I'm, I'm already there. I've, I've already been through the... I've been put in the Whirlpool washing machine <laughs> by uh, AMI lawyers already. So don't worry about it. It's, uh, it's like this. Fine. This is the, this right now, what you can see is the face of someone who's worried. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, let's talk about uh, Google. Now, look, I, I want to um, put this out there. I'm not... I've, I've been back and forward with android so many times yes yes you have yeah i know i've been i've, I've loved it, it. actually so have i so have i yeah and and even sean has you've been there as well you've had a bit yes. of an affair with mrs android haven't you yes mrs. I, I, I still keep her on the side oh dear that sounds terrible no, i don't no, like right, this okay. analogy at all disgusting um <laughs> this has gone totally i still use android oh, she's lovely it's lovely um uh yeah i i've Started using it this week for two reasons. One, because I was trying out Google Lookout. Uh, this is a new app that's come out, and it's it, the equivalent is seeing AI from Microsoft on the iPhone side. And I'm wondering if Google have thought, well, look, Microsoft are taking so long to get seeing AI over to Android. We'll just build our own. Um, and that's what they've kind of done. So we'll talk a bit about that in a second. But I also downloaded an app that I was wanting to try called Pocket. Now, Pocket is an app that lets you collate articles online. It's very useful for the show. Obviously, I don't do homework, but I was searching for something that maybe Sean could use. Thanks. And um, I found this app called Pocket. It's it's really good. And the thing was, I downloaded it weirdly on my Android phone first. I just I had the phone there, picked it up, and I realized I was downloading it without even realizing I was on the Android phone. I don't know how I managed that, but I, I was downloading it, and I set it up on the Android phone, and I was loving it. And then I went off and downloaded the same app, the Pocket app, on the uh, Apple phone, and it wasn't as good. The experience wasn't as great, and I was absolutely stunned. And threw your iPhone in the bin. Well done, sir. I set it on fire immediately. Um, <laughs> so what? No, I, I, I was really surprised. I was really surprised that an app could be better on an Android phone. Is this news? <laughs> so, Pocket on iOS is accessible, is, but yeah, just not is. quite as easy to use. There's, there's a feature in it, right, which, um, and I don't know if you understand this app, Jay, but basically it allows you to take articles that you find online or on social media, and it just gives it a place to put them, right? It's like a, there's, I think the equivalents are like Instapaper, there's Google Keep as well that do very similar things. You just basically store articles and things you find online to go back and read later. And a uh, Safari has it on the Mac, it's got the reading list, that kind of thing. And... Um, I like this for a number of reasons. One, because you could share that list with other people, which is what I wanted to do. Um, it meant you could also collaborate with others. I like that. 
Uh, it was free. You can pay, I think, premium for premium features. I don't really know what those are, and I don't know if I care. I did read through the list, but nothing really jumped out at me that would have a reason to pay for it. Um, but I did like the, the, the app, and, and as I say, one thing that kind of stood out for me was this listen feature. So you've got, say, maybe five or six articles that you've caught over the day. You sit down at night, you press the play button, and suddenly it's reading reading them all out to you with a very nice voice, I've got to say. Um, very good TTS text-to-speech voice. And I thought, I, I like this. I actually like this. So I'd gone to the iPhone, and I did the same thing, and I hit the play button, and the same voice reads, and that's all fine. But the player doesn't go away, so you can't get rid of it. Uh, there was no button to get shot of the, the, the mini little oh. pop-up player. Uh, no dismiss pop-up button, so I couldn't get rid of it. Where I could on the Pixel. Yep. So, um, iOS, yeah. terrible, isn't so, it? So, yeah, awful. So that's it. I'll never go back to Apple again. <laughs> Tim Cook, you're getting no more money out of me. Until September. Until, yeah. yeah oh, until obviously. Tomorrow, probably, yeah. Or the next thing they bring out. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, I'll, I'll be there saying, I'm sorry, Tim, please. Oh, I'm, <laughs> Take I'm glad, my money. I'm glad you had a good experience on Android, Stephen, because... Uh... And yeah, I did. And the voiceover, was, oh, talkback was good. Yep. And, and Android proper as well. Like, not even, like, you know, through other companies, but I mean, through Google itself. So not bad. Good job. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So, yeah, that was good. But anyway, the Lookout app I did download. Um, I asked Sean to, did you? I did download it, yes. Yeah, right, did you? I did, yes, I did. What, really? I didn't download did Pocket, but no. I, no, I did. he didn't even, listen. <laughs> Actually, did download didn't, that as he well. Didn't, he didn't even tell me about Pocket, so he told me about Lookouts. Yeah, there you go. Uh, okay. You go. Yes, I did download the Google Lookout because, as I said at the beginning, I was looking forward to this one. It's slightly different to what it was originally going to be because it was going to be a way to find objects such as, yeah. uh, you know, scissors, keys, cups, or whatever around you. But this is very much, I know we keep saying it, but it's the only real comparison you can make. It's very much seeing AI-like or Envision, if we're talking Android side as well. But a lot of people on Android have been looking for a seeing AI equivalent. I know Envi Envision AI is there. And very but good. But I think you've got to pay for that, haven't you? Whereas you with do. this, it's free. Yes. And seeing AI just works so well. Um, yeah. You know, Microsoft did a fantastic job. And these sort of Swiss Army knife tools... When it comes to you know vision, it, it read short text you know in real time, scan your documents, you know currency, and so many other things. It, it's just fantastic, and um, yeah. So I downloaded this with pretty high expectations, and I'll be honest, I'm not that disappointed. It's not quite there yet. It's not fully formed. A ringing endorsement well, from Sean Priest. <laughs> no, but you know, uh, I was excited. I'm not horrified. But. Google Lens was something else I was excited about, which has some of these features. There's a bit of crossover here. But mm. Google Lens, you know, you can point it at, at whatever and it will label all the objects that the camera sees. And you think, oh, that's really good. But it's very, the accessibility is so hit and miss. It's not actually very good for us. You know, for... No, well, that's the thing. Lens isn't really built no, as an isn't. accessibility tool, is it? It's, it? Lookout is. Exactly. But it's all based on the same Google image processing technology, which, as we all know, is amazing. And a lot of apps um, will use Google image and object recognition, you know, tap, tap, see, and um, even Envision, I think, actually relies on the Google AI engine. So um, going directly to the Google app itself i was expecting great things and it does work really well one particular thing i was really blown away with and worked incredibly well better than anything else i've ever used 
is the um, I think it's called food label, but I sort of refer to it as product identify uh, identification. Product finder. Product. Okay, that's the one. So just going through my cupboard, taking out you know all the cans that usually I would use short text on Seeing AI to try and read the label. It recognised I would say ninety nine percent of them instantly, and it told me the brand, what it was, and the size. As quick as anything, without having to find a barcode at all, it was incredibly impressive. And that's in beta mode at the minute as well. So yeah, that's right. So it's yeah. only going to get better. I don't know how, because it was so impressive. Well, I guess it will probably have more products it needs to get into its library. I, I did muck around with this app for a while, and I was, I was actually very impressed with the number of features. Product Finder was one of them. Um, again, like you say, just taking things out of the fridge or out of the cupboard, and just pointing it to the camera, and it got it. And if it didn't get it first time, you would turn the product around, and it would scan the barcode and then give you that information. And what I liked was it would even tell you um, sometimes just a bit more information, like, for example, the the amount. So say it was uh, 500 milliliters or something, it would tell you that. Uh, It would tell you the product name. It wasn't so good on own brand products. That was the only thing I found was a problem. Own brand, that, that tells you I buy cheap. Um, mine it, was um, mine uh, the particular supermarket brand baked beans or soups or spaghettis 100 percent, it got them every time oh, that's interesting i didn't get my orange juice so there you go um but oh. you know it's not my fault sorry <laughs> i didn't know we had orange juice until that point in fairness <laughs> I, I was i was like what is this um so yeah that was a bit of an interesting one uh, and it, funny things that you picked up on like for example there were certain products i had that i didn't realize were certain brands um, I was think I was finding out things about food I didn't even know, like certain things I bought for years. I had no idea were associated with a particular brand because you can't see the label, so you don't pick up on those things. So that was interesting. Um, for me, I, I didn't spend a lot of time with quick read and scan document. I kind of took those as read that they would be all right, and and what what I got they were pretty good. Yeah. But the one that really surprised me was the explore feature. Now this is like you say what Google Lookout was really built for which was to be able to scan surroundings. Now, um, Seeing AI does have a feature. What is it called again? Scene? Scene recognition. Scene, just scene recognition or something, yeah. And that is similar, but it will take a picture. Uh, so Seeing AI would take a picture of a scene and it would recognize what's in that picture and it would give you kind of AI. So if I took a picture of my setup here, it might say desk with monitor on it, you know, that kind of thing. But with Explore... It's giving you real-time information as, as to what you're actually looking at. And and very quickly, it was picking up. And it was funny because we were looking for our keys at that time. Um, just as I was walking into the room and trying the app, and my wife kept saying to me, where are the keys? Where are the keys? And the next minute, the phone says, keys. Went, oh, there they are. Uh, so we got oh, them right cool. away. And that, that was interesting. Um, I mean, just simple things it picked up on. Um, I mean, it, it picked up on the cooker hob, it picked up on the food mixer next to it, it picked up on the coffee machine, it picked up on the keys sitting there, it picked up on my wife's phone, didn't pick up on my wife, uh, she wasn't impressed, but um, that could have gone horribly wrong, so I'm kind of glad it didn't. <laughs> yes. uh, I remember the first time I ever tried one of these apps, AI Polly. I was just going to say that, yeah. <laughs> and it was just uh, so embarrassing, Jay. My, I'm standing there and saying, look at how great this is, and I pointed the phone at the dog, and the dog came back and just said, dog. And this was a very infantile, you know, we're very early days right. here, right? Um, but it said dog, and that was great. And I pointed at this, the camera to my wife, and I said, oh, I wonder what it'll say about you. And it said, Labrador. And I was like, oh, no! <laughs> oh, no! Can I just say, she doesn't look like a Labrador either. No, That's... she doesn't. 
<laughs> well, oh, not that you should have to say that, that but is... yes, I, I agree. Oh, that is golden. It that is hilarious. absolute golden. Oh. So, yeah, um, and I have to say it's taken me about seven years before I could ever open one of those apps up again anywhere near it. Um, so, yeah, that, um, that, that could have gone horribly wrong. But that's the thing, right? So uh, the Explore feature was brilliant. I was really, really impressed. So overall, um, I would say it's, it's up there, off, out of the gate, frankly, it's up there with seeing AI. It doesn't have as many features or as many channels as yet. Currency, for example, is a bit limited. It's only limited to US dollars at the moment. Um, I don't know. What's the money like in Canada? I had Canadian money for about five seconds, but I spent it all when I was there last year. Tim Jay, Hortons. Uh, yeah, yeah, Apple. <laughs> Apple. I converted it to Apple money. Um, but, you know, I, I used my card all the time when I was over there, so I didn't really spend any time with the actual uh, notes, which, which, you know, are they different sizes for different denominations, no. or is, is it all the same size? They're actually the all the same size, uh, but they do oh, really? uh, use a, a different color. For no, oh, uh, so oh, uh, the five is blue, uh, the 10 is purple, 20 is green, 50 is like a reddish pink, and 100, which I don't see many of at all, <laughs> yeah. is like a brownish <laughs> color. Uh, so they're very, very distinct colorings on, uh, on, each, of the, uh, right. on each of the notes. They've also, uh, oh, very much so, and even the numbers to to uh, to show it is uh, they're very 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 large so very easy very large to to read and they've even implemented a it's not really braille uh because it they're just sets of six dots so it's like a braille cell yeah. but i believe it's so one cell have, for the yeah. five two for the 10 three for the 20 and, and so on so oh, that's good that's you know good. they they've implemented a lot of different things in the currency here so that's they did similar in the UK um, with the ten and the twenty, but not the five. Who I mean, maybe people don't, maybe blind people don't Who needs ever need five yeah. pounds. Just yeah. throw them away. Bizarre. Which exactly. surprisingly, yeah, so we're also rich. I usually do that anyway because now they're made of this weird plastic feeling thing. It's yeah, it's like it's a the same over wrapper. here. I just throw them same away. Same over here. Like, yeah. So you can wash them and they're fine. <laughs> great for the great for the pandemic. Oh, yeah. Anyway, last point. Going back to lookout, there's. <laughs> So there are five channels on here. I tried the Explore, and I don't know. I'm not convinced that this is really that useful, is it? Do people actually use a Scene Explore to explore their surroundings if they're in somewhere they don't know, or is it purely for finding objects in your in your own home or office? Well, or I would use it. I would be. I mean, I'd be. I am forever putting cups down and forgetting where I've put them, and that terrifies me. Um, because I'm always sitting there thinking, oh, no, no, no. Any second now, I'm going to tip this cup over. You do it every day. I do, yeah. And look. That... You did it before we started the show. Yes, you tipped something over. And <laughs> and it's fine for that. I totally get that. But, but that's what it's for. For example, I tried it out and it was saying things like, you know, cooker, microwave, uh, whatever else, fridge. I don't know. I can't remember what's in our kitchen. Because he's never in there. It's that's more descri- <laughs> <Never> description <in there. laughs> of the environment. Is that really needed? I, I would like to just be able to focus it down too okay i'm looking for you know a cup that would be great key. yeah that would be amazing if you could say where is my cup and it would go off and find it for you that would be yeah amazing yeah that that is true but but we, well, come on stop whinging will you you've got you know, this app that can help just point the camera in the general direction of whatever it is and the thing is you, you it's not going to be to find your microwave you would assume you would remember where it is when you go back yes. into the kitchen five years later sean <laughs> 
Um, well, if you, if you go into a, a, a kitchen, you you know you don't know, then maybe it could be handy. Be handy. Yeah. What's this obsession uh, with kitchens? Do you not leave the house? No, I like kitchens and sheds. That's it. Yeah. That's my world. Okay. Um, anyway, download it. We like try it. it out. See what you think. If you like it, let us know. If you don't like it, tell us about it. We'd be really intrigued to know. Um, Jay, you can tell us what you think in a future show. I know you haven't had a chance to download it yet. I actually did when you mentioned well, did you? Me about it. I actually did and tried it and had the same experience as you guys did. You know, it worked. It worked well. For well, let for me let me rephrase doing. that. So you know, after you downloaded it, uh, Jay, did you like it? <laughs> See, we can just edit that round. It'll sound like nothing ever happened. Yeah. yeah. I'm leaving it in. Absolutely. (laughs) He will as well. Um, I I do my homework. Oh, yeah. Well, you're not welcome in this program. Um, (laughs) Well done, Google. We can say that. Well done, Google. I think, you know, for a first shot out of the gate for these guys, I'm uh, I'm very interested to see where, uh, no pun intended, um, where <laughs> where it goes where, yeah. yeah exactly you know see where this thing ends up because like i said this is only something brand new so it's uh it's very exciting i i had some you know shocking uh results with it like you know things i didn't think it would pick up i had a you know those little snack sized uh, chips bags you know like a, a bag of potato chips and uh, i i crumpled the bag on part like i after i finished i just crumpled it up and i wanted to see if it would pick it up and it did it picked it up perfectly and yeah, I was like, so I was like, okay, so it doesn't have to be something completely flat, smooth, you know, really clear. But I mean, this thing was yeah. in, a, in a mess and it, it picked it up. So that was, it was very impressive. Uh, listen, let's get some emails before we go, because uh, our time is always against us here. We need more time, guys. I'm having, I'm just getting into my stride here. Right. Okay. Uh, Joshua Hendrickson, that is actually the name of Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Uh, hello, Joshua. Hello. Uh, he says, I thoroughly enjoyed your podcast. Well, excellent. Thank you. Uh, as a Victor Reader Stream Gen user, Uh-oh. I uh, second gen user, I should say, uh, I know how great a book reader it is. Uh, this was uh, following on from a conversation I had saying it was the best book reader ever. Uh, Joshua says, I run a monthly Victor Reader Stream chat. Oh, hello. Ooh. And I teach other people how to use the Victor Stream. Could you uh, get Sean on that? Um, A trend of mine doesn't have... Sorry, a friend of mine... My reading is terrible today. I apologise. A friend of mine doesn't have a computer, so I help her download the Bard books that she wants. And in return for this... Oh, hello. uh, She pays me, which is very cool. (laughs) Regarding the Victor Reader stream being the perfect book reader, I can see both sides. I think we're blind. Um, It is indeed very good... (laughs) Shocking. Get through it. It was indeed, I know, moving on. Uh, It is indeed very good and can do lots of great stuff. However, I am totally into uh, getting into my iPhone 8, which I've had for just over a year. I've put almost 1,200 books on the Bard mobile app. What? And I have about 54 books from Audible that I can read, then easily delete from my phone. Also, with my iPhone, I can, of course, take phone calls and listen to music as well. Uh, Joshua says, Facebook and social media junk isn't a problem for me, uh, as I know how to use that stuff anyway. The long and short of it is that uh, it is so great to have the choice as to what device I want to use. If I want to read a book on my phone or listen to music, I can just charge it up, grab a portable charger and get in the car if the family is going out anywhere like church or doing errands. The stream is also very portable, so I could take that and listen to some of the 130 described movies he's uh, managed to buy online uh, on the 32 gig SD card that's currently in my stream. I'll have to rename them now. Uh, keep up the great work, guys. And I have just used my stream to subscribe to your podcast so I can stay up to date when a new show comes out. So um, 
Now that we have popped onto your machine, uh, hello, Joshua. Thank you for your email. Fantastic. And, yeah, I can't argue with any of those points. I still am not a fan of the Victor Reader stream, but, um, yeah, I can't disagree with what you said. Brilliant. Uh Hi, Double Tappers. I, too, have been unable to get my Logitech K380 keyboard to set to UK configuration. This is Gordon, who's been in touch. He says, if this was only restricted to the quote marks and the at symbols being switched, I wouldn't have a problem. In fact, I agree with Tim that having the quotes near my pinky is pretty neat. However, I've had other issues with the US layout. I cannot find the hash symbol anywhere, and there is no pound sign. Sean? Yes? Right. Um, well, there we go. That's, I hope that helped, Gordon. Uh, and also, I eventually got around this by using text replacement, says Gordon. So if I type uh, forward slash twice, uh, then hit space, I now get the hash symbol. Uh, okay, I see what you've done there, right? Uh, typing two colons together gives me the pound sign. And because I use the at symbol quite often and sometimes have trouble finding it on the US configuration, I've created a shortcut for that. As far as I know, that's the only solution for the problem. Uh, love the podcasts. Keep up the great work. And uh, for Sean, are you going to alert listeners to the problems with voice commands? I'm still running iOS 13.6 and voice commands don't work. Oh, yeah, that's Gordon. right. The voice control does not work if you have voiceover enabled. Gordon brought this to my attention. Thank you so much, Gordon. And quickly, just to say on the keyboard and US layout, I still haven't found an answer to that. But uh, yeah, that's why I can't give you any more information, basically. But I'm, I'll keep looking. Um, but yeah, when it comes to the voice control options, if you have voiceover enabled and you say something like swipe right, you know, to go to the next item, it won't do it. Instead, it performs what seems to be a three finger swipe. Uh, it would change the page instead. And you can say double tap on that and it won't do it. So there is a definite bug and a definite issue with voice control, which is a real shame. So hopefully, fingers crossed, this will be fixed. But not many people are talking about it. So, uh, yeah. Uh, well, we, we just did. So well, there you go. Yeah, uh, final email from Devin, Devin Wilkins, who says, Hi, everyone. It just occurred to me that the Braille display with the QWERTY keyboard from the American, American Printing House uh, will serve people who are deafblind very well. Good point, Devin. Uh, even if a member of the public has to hunt and peck, they'll be able to communicate. Is that right? Hunt and peck? Yeah, it's kind of like searching with one finger on the keyboard and just punching. Yeah, oh, the chicken I see, pack. Right. Yeah. That's a local thing, right, okay. Uh, they'll be able to communicate. I've never heard that phrase in my life. Uh, they'll be able to communicate directly with those who are deafblind. It will work especially well uh, if the person who is deafblind is able to speak back to the uh, other person, says Devon, in uh, Peterborough, Ontario. Interesting. And one final point um, from Luke Smith, who got in touch about uh, a UV sanitizing unit for the phone that I used uh, on Double Tap Canada on a recent episode, uh, on Double Tap TV, actually, it was. Uh, he is uh, looking to get one. And uh, I, I did get back in touch with Luke regarding this because uh, one thing that uh, picked up uh, Luke's ears was the fact that when the UV sanitizer finished, it beeped. And he says, I really am interested in getting one of these that beeps uh, because I don't think most of them beep when finished. I could be wrong, but uh, I've only done very little research on this. Uh, anyway, can you tell me where I get it from? I did get back to look with this, but essentially I just typed in the words UV sanitizer. Most of them are pretty much exactly the same. It's just a box. You put the phone in and away you go. You know, it's as simple as that. It just, it just... It's the all-important ending beep, though, Stephen. That's that's what you want. It's the ending beep that makes us all happy. Uh, well, there you go. Um Oof. Right. Uh, well, moving on <laughs> swiftly. That's it for our show this week. Jay, it's been great having you back on. Wonderful being back, guys. Thanks very much.
And uh, Sean, yeah, thank you yes. for doing what you do. And we'll be back next week with lots more <laughs> on Double Tap Canada. Don't forget Double Tap TV as well. Great episode coming up on Tuesday. Check it out on uh, AMI-TV. Catch you next week, guys. Thank you. Don't forget to tune in to Double Tap TV every Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern on AMI-TV. For more technology talk with Mark Aflalo and Stephen Scott. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.